ask the Lord to keep helping me with, with Cowboy here. Amen. Uh, he, he beat me in the bowling. Yeah, yeah. And uh, come on up here a minute, Cowboy. Uh, he, has a, he has a victory sign. He has something that most of us don't have. And you'll see that uh, God is with him. And uh, uh, just tell us a little bit about uh, how you did that, because I still don't know how you beat us all uh, uh, last Thursday night. Amen. Would you? Uh, I'm not sure you know. Amen. Uh, you do know. Wonderful. Well, God has a way of humbling us, doesn't he? Amen. Hallelujah. Give us a little testimony. A little testimony? Yeah. yeah. Well, he said it, just not me. You are of God, little children, and the greater one is in you, and you have overcome the world. Hallelujah. It's the greater one that was in me. It wasn't me that did it, but I'm going to tell you what now. The Lord just spoke to me a moment ago when they played that, that song over the tithes and offerings. You know, Moses stood at the Red Sea there, and he's crying out to God, Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help us, Lord. The Lord said to him, Why are you crying unto me? He said, Stretch out your hand. The rod that's in your hand. That's the power that's been given to us. The power that's been given to us. Church, wake up. We don't know what spirit we're of. I'm telling you. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. And went about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And he's with us. And he's always with me. And even this short-fingered guy here that don't have a bowling ball to fit his fingers, put it on him. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> even more of a miracle, amen, to the seed of my God. I wanted to go get my fingers trimmed like him after he beat me, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> God is so good. Yeah, God is good. God bless. Yeah, you know, we're talking about the series, uh, Empowerment for Successful Living on Wednesday night. Tremendous time. We have had, uh, we share some of the other ministries, Ron Carpenter. We've had uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. We've had uh, uh, Stephen Furtick. Some of you may be familiar with some of those ministries. Tremendous anointed ministers of God that God has, has, has brought into, into being. Amen. So we're availing ourselves. Amen. And now the first time we've ever done a Joyce Myers. I've never felt led to do a Joyce Myers. I know. My wife has with some of the ladies, but this follows right in behind what the Lord has been giving us for several weeks now, and that is the series on guardrails, guardrails for our life, guardrails, amen, guardrails so we don't fall in the ditch, amen. God is, is moving to get protect us because there's a lot of ditches, and there's a lot of crazy drivers out there. Anybody ever almost put you in the ditch because of the way they were driving? Amen. Amen. Tell somebody next to you to drive right now. Drive right. Drive right. Amen. Drive right. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to a, a part five this morning. I didn't uh, 
There was not a part five when we began this series. We've been in a series for the last four weeks on guardrails, keeping our lives out of the ditch, advancing safely in our journey with Jesus. When we began the series, guardrail series, four weeks ago, this part five was not originally part of the guardrail series, but I felt real strong unction from the Holy Spirit that this guardrail that we're going to uh, share this morning is a guardrail that we have uh, uh, already talked about possibly just a touch in the past services on, on Wednesday, but uh, the need for a guardrail in our heart, we talked about the guardrail we need for our hearts. We saw that from our hearts come the issues of life, Proverbs 4.23, amen. If we don't keep a guardrail for our heart, our issues are going to come, good or bad, from our heart. Amen. Everybody's got issues. Some are good, some are not so good. Come on, somebody talk to me. Hallelujah. And if you don't think you've got some issues, just stay with that person next to you for a little while, and they'll know you've got an issue. Come on. That's part of life. Hallelujah. Part of life. And so we saw we've got to have a guardrail for our heart. Amen. To keep our heart with all diligence, because out of our heart comes the issues of life. Proverbs 4, 23. Then we saw the need for guardrails for our sexuality. That was quite a message. God took us there, and then we saw a guardrail last week, the need for a guardrail for our finances. Amen. Highly guardrails that can keep us from having wrecks and can bless us and help us get from where we are to where we're going. Amen. Without going in the ditch. Amen. When I leave here, I want to be able to go where I'm going without getting pushed or somehow falling in a ditch. Amen. Did you notice they paved out here on Avenue L? Yeah, yeah, real nice. They got part of our interest. I thought, we're next. Amen, amen. Just come on in here a little further now. That's coming by faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to trade in my covered wagon for a nice new car. Amen. Hallelujah. I like wagon train, but not, not you know. Thank you, Jesus. You got your Bibles? Would you turn with me? James, the first chapter. Wonderful to have my brother Joe and Sister Gail and their uh, youngins there with us, the young people. Uh, brother Joe and Gail uh, were with us many years ago, uh, and uh, God really used them in a great way to bless Brother Titus and to help us during many of those years. And uh, God has used them and has moved them in ministry and, and just guided their lives. And so we're real honored to have my brother always always very special brother you're very special always will be amen care where you go i will always thank god for you and you know i don't just thank god for joe and gail but i thank god for everyone who has contributed who has had a part amen how many are thankful for people that have had a part in your life whether it's your parents your grandparents a boss a neighbor a pastor whoever it might be aunt auntie or uncle whatever it is you know we always need to to remember and to keep people in our hearts, no matter what people go through. People go, we go through a lot of things, amen? And life takes us in some, some twisting, binding paths sometimes, but we should always be thankful to God for people who have touched our lives, no matter what may have, may have gone, no matter where they may have felt led or how, whatever's happened, we need to be thankful and bless the Lord 
Amen. And always remember they didn't have to do it. Amen. They didn't have to do it. And so I'm thankful. And I just wanted to say that to appreciate you, brother. Amen. Appreciate uh, your love for the Lord. And I know it was here, your love for him. Amen. Praise God. Well, we, we, we had the message last week on Facebook. Our guy is in Reno today on a business trip. And uh, that's been doing our, our Sunday morning service. And, uh, but you can catch last, uh, last week's service, the third part here on finances is on Facebook. And you can catch that on, uh, on my website, on my Facebook. Uh, we transfer it there. So if you'd like to at least catch that, we have some on podcast, and we're catching that up too. Praise God. James 1, the first chapter of James, if, when you get there, would you stand with me as we honor the author of this book? James 1, 17, one verse. Hallelujah. How many have had some pastors that read the whole Bible on a Sunday morning? Amen. Glory to God. One verse. I may know one word from God is all we need. One word from God can change everything. Ha, I felt that in my sanctified soul right now. Let me say it again. One word from God today can change everything in your life, in the life of your loved ones, in your course, and something going on. Amen. One word from God. Not from me. I don't have any word for you. Amen. But God has a word for you today. Amen. And I'm trusting God that, that I can share it with you. He gives me the grace and the privilege to share with you hungry hearts that shall be filled. Those that hunger and thirst shall be filled with righteousness. Amen. What's right? One James 1, 17. Would you read it with me? Let's read it together. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights. Glory to God. How many know there's perfect and good gifts coming down even now while you're standing there? Glory to God. Got your name on them. God is a good God. He's got so much to give, and we've got so much to receive. So much that we have not received yet. So much we've already received. <laughs> Excuse me, I got a flu and pneumonia shot, and the darn thing gave me the pneumonia or whatever it was. But in the name of Jesus, <laughs> I'm healed. Glory to God. I went down there to that pharmacist, and I was going to deliver him. Amen. And uh, uh, But the Lord said I needed to act right. Amen. And act like a Christian. Amen. Glory to God. Remember, I'm saved. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Well, praise God. Every good and perfect gift. Whoo. Glory to God. Boy, I feel, I just felt that. I just felt like God said they're, they're coming down. I said they're coming down. Every good and perfect gift is coming down. They've been coming down, but they're going to come down even greater because it's our, 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 our best and greatest and best year yet. So the good and perfect gifts. Oh, some good and perfect gifts have already come this year. Gifts that perfect and good like I have never seen perfect and good. How many would like to see good and perfect that you've never seen? We've, we've, we've had some good and perfect in our lives. How many have had some good and perfect? You said, man, that was a good gift. That was a perfect gift. That was right on. That was good. But let me tell you, God's got some good and perfect you haven't seen yet. You haven't received. Woo! 
I'm getting happy. Let me run around Lancaster. I'll, I'll be back in a few minutes. Just hold steady in Jesus' name. Oh, and do we need them? So many have given so much. Are you hearing me? They've given and they've given and they've given and they've given again and they've given. Giving to families, giving to spouses, giving to children, giving to bosses, giving. But the receiving has been a little light. Come on. And God has not forgotten your, your love and your giving. And God says, don't you think I'm not, I haven't remembered it, and I'm not going to get it back to you, pressed down and shaken together and running over. Who shall men give back into, your, into you? Father, I thank you right now. I praise you for your words. This is not hype. This is, I believe, what you're saying. You're witnessing it to it. You're quickening it. I thank you for these hungry hearts that have come this way. You've led this day. Many are gone for the summer here as the summer comes to an end. We bless them, Father. I thank you for them. Give them protection. Bring them back again. Amen. As, as summer is almost over, Lord, may they be encouraged and be, may they receive the, the, the uh, a refreshment and the strengthening for having some days away, Father, as they enjoy the rest of their summer. Thank you for these that have come this way. Father, thank you for those that will be listening to this and those that will be hearing this beyond these walls. But we thank you right now for those that are here. Thank you for what you're speaking to their heart. Father, let this word be a rhema word, personal. And Father, let there be, let there be a response. Let there be an outpouring. Let there be a confirmation to the words that I'm speaking, the words that are from you. You said you are working with us, Mark 16, confirming the word with signs following. I thank you for signs already beginning to follow this word that I've spoken into these lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in his presence. Amen. It's good to be, good to be in your house, Lord. Amen. Good to be your house. It's always our need for guardrails. As I was sharing the last four weeks, we know that guardrails are healthy boundaries. We know and we saw that they are established by heavenly wisdom. You will not have any more boundaries, any more guardrails than you have wisdom. We had a challenge to read Proverbs, one proverb a day for 31 days in the month of August. I would encourage you to continue that because sometimes our lives are very busy and we may miss a day or two days or whatever. We have some cards out in the foyer. There are some uh, discussion sheets there for the last four weeks. If you'd like to pick one up at the end of the service, that will uh, kind of give you an outline of where we have been and some cards that will encourage you on reading Proverbs, a proverb a day since guardrails are established by heavenly wisdom. Amen. You will only have as many guardrails and a strong guardrail as you have wisdom from God. We saw in depth, and I will not go back over it, but we saw that there's two kinds of wisdom. One comes from the world and one comes from the word from God. The world's wisdom, the Bible says, is essential. It's devilish. It's inspired by the devil. It sounds good, but it's not really good. Are you hearing me? It'll take you where you don't want to go. It looks good. There's a way that seemeth right, but the end thereof are the ways of destruction. Uh-huh. But there is a wisdom comes from God that is first pure, James says, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of good fruits, impartial. My God. One time I was, if I can share real quickly, I was uh, in a pastor up there in Lone Pine, some 
years ago, I think it was in the late 70s, early 80s. I was here for 10 years in the 80s and the 90s. But uh, we were in the church there, and uh, uh, we had a little lady, sweet little lady that had lived in that area for many years, born to the church for many years. And uh, uh, as you know, there's, uh, there's reservations up there in that area. And uh, we had worked real hard on trying to get some uh, an, uh, Indian family into the church. We finally were able to get a mother and her children in the church. Uh, the father was uh, had some alcoholic problems, which is uh, typical of some of the reservation uh, families. But God is greater than that. But anyway, we got the family in, praise God. And so uh, she provided a place, a trailer in the front of her house, to make a long story longer. And she had this little family in front. and and uh, 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 But she had a little issue. Yeah, yeah, she had an issue. Uh, 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 she had some prejudice. Hmm. And it came out. And so I'm getting calls about it. And I got a few already, and I just prayed about it. Well, I finally got one too many calls. So I went over there like the Lone Ranger. I didn't even wait for Tano to go with me. Amen. I just rushed where angels fear to tread and, 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 you know, knocked on the door, got in there and, 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 and sat down and, and talked to her. And, and I didn't say anything bad. I just, what I said was true. Amen. It was all true. But my Lord, the next Sunday when we got in church, we were on the radio up there live. So the red light came on for the whole eastern Sierras there. Uh, you could cut it. I mean, it was like molasses. I said, oh, my God, what is wrong? Thank God the Lord covered the audience that were listening to us because they said they didn't sense anything, but I sure felt it in the service. You know, you can feel things when she'd already talked to several of people about me talking to her. And I said, oh, okay, Lord, what do I do? He said, well, he said, what you said was good, was right, but you said it with the wrong spirit. You come in with your proud self, which you didn't think was proud, thinking you were going to fix in five minutes what has been there for 50 years. Thinking you're going to do something that I haven't even done yet. I said, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You're right. I was not going to fix that. She was fixing me. That whole deal, I said, okay, Lord, what do I do? He said, now you got to humble yourself. I said, oh, man. How I many of it's better not to mess up so you don't have to humble yourself? I just, you know, it's better not to say that so you don't have to go back and say I'm sorry. Hallelujah. So, Next time I had to get up, God, God gave me the word said, folks, you know, I said, and, and, and the Lord showed me what I said. Well, what, scripturally, what is that, Lord? He said, he said, you didn't use my wisdom. You used the world's wisdom. He said, your wisdom wasn't impartial. Ooh. Mm. I said, okay, okay. So we did. That thing broke. We were able to go on. Amen. And God uh, blessed, and we, God was working in the whole situation. I learned a lesson from that. I said all that to tell you there's a difference between the world's wisdom and God's wisdom. Amen. A and the Lord said, uh, don't, uh, 
uh, uh, you don't pride, you don't recognize it, but don't be rushing in thinking you're going to straighten something out. Amen. How many know we try to straighten people out? God, we know they're crooked. My God, I'm not looking at nobody. I'm just looking straight up. Amen. Look at myself. Amen. Hallelujah. We all got some things. God is still working on us. Amen. So we got to let God do some work. We got to pray and ask God for God's wisdom. God, give me your wisdom. He said, if any man lack, let him ask of the Lord who gives liberally. Amen. But how many know we're not going to ask for wisdom if we don't think we need any wisdom? Because we think we're so wise already. I mean, this so wise pastor just rushed right in. Amen. Such a wise man. Well, yeah. How'd that work for you, brother? Not too good. How's it working for you? Uh, oh, we better not go there. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. You getting anything yet, or do I need to keep talking? Amen. Heavenly wisdom. Amen. Boundaries, healthy boundaries established by heavenly wisdom, protective barriers to get from where we are to where we're going without falling in the ditch. Amen. And so the guardrail we want to focus on today, without going over the others, are the need for a guardrail for, now catch this now, hold on to your seat, our smartphones. Hold on to your smartphone. I'm not gathering smartphones, but we're going to pray over them. Amen. Somebody robbed something the other day, took about 50, 60 smartphones. I don't know where it was at. It was in Palmdale or somewhere. I thought, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's another story. We are going to, God's going to do some special things here. Guardrails for our smartphones. Amen. Pastor, how long did you stay up at night thinking that one up? I didn't think it up. I believe God gave it to me. Amen. Amen. We know smartphones. We got what? We got Facebook. We got Twitter. All kinds of social media, Instagram, Google. How many know that many are addicted to their smartphones? Some have walked into traffic, didn't even realize it, and had some problems. Amen. And that pookie man thing, that wasn't good for some people. They just walk right into, yeah. Yeah, I'd leave Pookie Man alone if I was them. Amen? Pookie Man is not from God. Amen? It's close to the boogeyman. Yeah, that's a Japanese kind of a false god there. You want to, yeah, sometimes we, we're not aware of what's going on. But anyway, uh, if there ever was a good and perfect gift, how many know it's our smartphones? I finally got rid of my dumb phone. And I don't mind to insult anybody today. Uh, I had a flip phone for a long, long time. You, some of you know that. Until I finally gave in to the eternal urging and unmerciful comments of my oldest daughter, my high-tech daughter. Amen. And my wife, your first lady. And I've got to add, I'm glad I did. That's painful to admit, amen, they were right, and I needed to get out of the dark ages, amen. I may know change is hard sometimes, 
We all have heard and seen some of the tragic stories and accounts of texting and while driving. I, I might tell you, too, I'm not real accomplished yet on it, but I can, I can do a few things. Amen. There's so many things to do, but I'm gaining on it all the time. Amen. By the time I'm 100, I should be able to at least do four or five good things. Amen. On it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Keep praying, brother. Keep praying. Amen. Keep believing for me. But we've heard and seen some of the tragic stories and accounts of the texting while driving. Amen. It's a great temptation, whether texting or just answering calls, making calls, and many times important calls. And I must admit that I've not always been perfect in this. Uh, but I'm thankful that I've never got caught. I won't ask if you have, because I know it hurts the pocketbook real bad, and, and uh, I can feel it right now in the, uh, the leather, amen. It's, and uh, I have more than once tossed my phone to the passenger seat, into the passenger seat, uh, out of conviction, or given it to my, my grandson, Julian, if he's been riding with me, to hold it and text for me and put it on speaker so I can talk, and etc. And I know that they have the look by no hands technology now. Amen. But I've not availed myself of that yet. If you have, then more power to you. I'm glad you got your no hands and you just speak and it's done. And you're more like Jesus than anybody I know. Amen. Just talk. And you see people talking in their car, just, you know, just, wow, that's great. How many people find people and see people using their phone and oblivious to anybody going on around them? My goodness gracious, hallelujah. I used to keep mine down here, especially at night, because it'd light up, you know, so the, they see it light up, you know, say, what are you going to tell them? Well, yeah. So I had to make some corrections, amen. I said, we could do, uh, uh, I have and you may have pulled over and stopped more than once to text and call. You ever done that? being reminded, convicted really of my conscience that I'm breaking the law of the land and to do so, and so doing, breaking the law of God. Huh? How many still have a conscience, but you don't have it for your cell phone? Cell phone, no, no, no conscience with cell phone. Yeah, 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 we're kind of selective in that. Amen. Okay, I'm talking about me, and, uh, but I want to obey God. How many want to obey God? Don't we want to obey God? We don't want to break God. Man's law, God's law. Can I show you where I get that from? Somebody said no. That's all right. We're going we're gonna to show you anyway. Amen. Turn with me to Romans, the 13th chapter, quickly. Romans, the 13th chapter. Just five verses. They're Romans. And I'm going to read in the Living Bible. I mean, no, that's better than the dead Bible. We don't have a dead Bible. We've got living Bibles. Amen. Romans, the 13th chapter. People say 13, not a good number, but it's a good number. I was born on the 13th. Huh? Yes. And I know 13 has some connotations to it. Mm-hmm. I won't go into them. <laughs> Hallelujah. 